Howdy folks, Jack Sentinel here, coming to you from the conventional podcast where you think going to conventions is easy, but it's anything but. Now, many of you have probably noticed already with the weird way we've done this opening this time, but if you haven't noticed, this is a solo episode. Not because we want it to be, but because Cloud AC Master is having some technical issues on his side and won't be joining us for this episode. In Cloud's place, we have a sock puppet on a stick holding a Vulpix plushie, because I had no other way of representing him in this house. So, if you're usually tuning in for our weird, quirky, dynamic duo comedy, I am so sorry. But the sock puppet doesn't talk, and I've, I've tried. I've tried to get something funny out of this damn thing, but it doesn't work. Also, this episode is a little bit more on the serious side, because a lot of the topics that we're going to be covering today are, in fact, serious. And if that is not for you then i'm sorry hopefully our next episode will be a little bit more on the lighter side and we'll have a bit more pomp and what we're usually used to now for our eagle-eared listeners for the last couple of months we've had a contest going on about our previous guest on the show the winners of said contest will be announced at the end of this episode so if you actually joined in on that contest, please stay tuned to the end of the episode to hear your names being drawn. With that being said, let's get to the nitty-gritty of this episode. In this episode, we will be talking about the current state of cosplay in America, conventions, and just the all-around morale we have witnessed and trends that have popped up within the last month since we have spoken. One of the big things that I personally am enjoying right now is the fact that a lot of conventions have joined the bandwagon and doing online convention streams. The cool thing about these streams is the fact that it does bring a lot of the standard fare that a lot of convention goers are used to. You have live streaming shows, you have gaming contests, you have panels, you have this whole shebang of boing. Hell, I was fucking rocking out on Twitch at a rave that usually I would only sit through maybe like the first couple of hours. But since I was already at home and just rocking out, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to leave this on the background and just chill. But that's my opinion on the entire situation. In reality, however, there's a lot of mixed bags when it comes to the reception of this. And just looking at different feedback and comments on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all these other different uh, social media sites, there are so many different uh, receptions to what's going on. One of which is a lot of people hate the fact that the streaming is going on in the first place. It's not the convention. It's not going to a convention hall, hanging out with your friends, doing all this other crazy shit, having fun, going to panels, actually being able to interact with your favorite voice actors and guests and directors. It's tiring when all this madness in the world is just beating down on you every day and you don't have a chance to just work and go outside and just show off your stuff going to a convention and actually admiring other people's cosplay having your own cosplays admired it's stressful because for years a lot of people have been working their hardest for that one moment and it's not there and people are crying people are upset that they can't have this thing and i'll be honest i miss conventions i've been going to them for years to the point where it felt weird waking up on some days when usually on those days every time around that time of the year, I would be packing like a madman after screaming at myself for not even practicing what I preach and not packing days in advance. 
running out the door, doing a massive road trip with my friends, cranking up my favorite tunes, and then just living off that high for an entire four days, and then coming back home, working myself back down. It's sad. I I know I'm not the only one out here that feels this way. And that's what hurts. We all feel this way. Some of us more than others, and some of us express it more than others. But I do want you guys to understand this. There are people out there like you that love what you do. We all feel and we all understand what you feel. But sadly, this is not the time for us to try and run out the doors to any convention that is opening a door saying, it's okay, we're still open. This is not the time. It's a greater risk to even think about it that way. I can't stress this point enough. And one of the big things I do want to point out is, I can't speak for all conventions, but this is just a temporary fix until the crisis that is COVID-19 is resolved and we can all get back from social distancing and actually come back together again. That being said, we can take some good from this. One of the biggest pros that I've actually noticed from all of this is the fact that conventions are learning how to live stream. And in one episode previously, I did mention the fact that live streaming certain events for people that could not make it but also still want to support opens up a lot of different avenues of ways that conventions can interact with their fans, interact with their congoers. It's a beautiful idea, and it's honestly underrated in our community. Good example, international viewing for dance competitions, cosplay contests. This not only gives people a reason to try out for the cosplay competition the next year, but it gives them an idea of what to expect at a competition. Hell, you can even live stream raves. That's usually a really popular suggestion that I've noticed. It's also great advertising, just from a business perspective. I'm saying all of this because, quite frankly, these are the massive benefits that come from learning what to expect from streaming. The negatives on this, though, yeah, I understand there's a lot more workload that actually goes into streaming than it would in a normal situation. And that's a whole different department in and of itself. Again, these are all just my own personal thoughts and things that I've collected over the last couple of months. There are a bunch of other things that I've noticed from different comments and from what you guys have sent in. What are the artists that go to conventions specifically to sell art? What about them? What about the people that actually have a livelihood where their greatest sales actually come from conventions themselves? Like, even if conventions that are actively trying to continue right now. I understand the stress behind that because, again, contracts, the financial strain of missing a year, the fact that even people going to these things to sell art, to do their business, this is potentially a linchpin between feast and famine, and it sucks, but the risk is far greater than the reward. One of the things that I have noticed that a lot of conventions have been doing is for their artist alley, for the people that were supposed to be there, they were doing online artist alleys and sending in links and showing people where to find most of these people. And again, 
I, I understand this and I feel this. It's not the same as wandering an artist alley and randomly stumbling upon an artist that you really like and want to grab something right then and there. It doesn't have the same amount of an appeal, but realistically, this is what we have. However, I do believe we can do better. So one thing I really would like us to do as a community, if you have artist friends, if you're an artist yourself, please send links to your websites and links to your Twitters, everything, anything. I want everybody to at least try and hype up everybody as much as possible. It doesn't even have to be during convention season. It can be year long and it doesn't even have to be linked to us. Just do this. Support your artist friends, especially now where they could use the help the most. Returning to another topic that we discussed earlier about people wanting to go back to conventions right now. There are a myriad of reasons why that's not a good idea. One of the biggest points that I want to bring is the fact that, let, let's be real, cosplayers, furries, convention goers, all of you, let, let's, let's be absolutely real. Conventions are already a petri dish for like, I don't even want to think how many different sicknesses and diseases and Lord knows what else. We have con play and con funk for a reason because people don't take care of themselves already. If a convention opened up its doors right now with hand sanitizer and different precautions put into place, do you honestly think that would change that fact? Do you honestly believe that you're not asking for a powder keg to drop right then and there. Best example I can give of this doesn't even come from a convention, doesn't even come from cosplay. It comes from a fucking show. Family Guy. A lot of people forget this episode even happened. Peter brings Meg to a Star Trek convention. They get in contact with a guy with the mumps. Even Peter calls him out on it like, why are you here when you have the mumps? And don't think this was just a one-time occurrence. That episode was from 2009. This has been a problem for far longer than even then. That's 11 years ago. Imagine how bad it was in the early, like 2000, in the 90s, even further back for conventions. Just think about that for a couple of minutes. In a situation like this where we have a literal world pandemic and conventions bring international guests, people from all over the world to come for this one moment, you really don't think that that alone will dissuade a virus from going, nah, bro, I'm not gonna fucking infect any of these people here, no siree. No, someone's gonna come in not realizing that they are symptomatic. They're going to infect somebody else. That person's gonna infect somebody else, and so forth and so forth, until we hit another wave of this bullshit. It sucks, but them's the breaks. Another thing that I do have to stress on this one is, even with all the protections on the planet, the con can't protect you. It's how it is, really. Let's say they make a six-foot rule. At a grocery store, how many people actually follow that six-foot rule on a good day? Not that many. How many times have you seen this yourself? I have been witness to so much bullshit that it hurts. Just people refusing to wear masks, people coughing in other people's faces, thinking that, oh, that'll show them. Or accidentally doing so, inadvertently causing issues for the other person. Not only is that just rude, but that's also offensive. And there's so many other issues I have with this entire situation. And one thing that 
I almost forgot to even think about. A lot of people are not considering the people around them when they go to a convention. Let's talk about the fact that, yeah, let's say you go to a convention, you think you're not symptomatic, you think you've actually got off scot-free, but you're not. And then what happens with your family? What happens with your friends? What happens to them? The people that weren't even involved in the convention, involved in going in the first place. This is the type of stuff that I want people to think about when they're constantly saying, oh, I want to go to a convention right now and not thinking about tomorrow, not even thinking about today for that matter. I can go all day about just common decency not being had with other people. The point that I was originally trying to make is it's literally impossible for a convention to enforce these rules to every single solitary person. Even if they successfully do it indoors, what about photo shoots? What's going to stop people there? What's going to stop people outside of jurisdiction of a convention? What's going to stop people in hotels, hotel rooms, X, Y, Z? Not a damn thing. And then when those people get sick, then they're going to try and blame the convention, but the convention is not held liable. No convention is held liable for anybody's actions that actually involuntarily gets themselves sick, so long as they have put every precaution that they could available. So while I understand, while I legitimately feel how you feel, I have to face the facts just as much as you do. We're kind of in a situation where the smartest things that we can do is prep for next year and just buckle down now. Tomorrow's going to come. And when it does, we're going to have a fucking rager of a con season. It It's going to rival so many fucking years that I can't even fathom the shit that's actually going to come out. I expect fucking parties in the streets once everything's set and done and conventions are good to go again. But for now, we all gotta grit our teeth and bear this. So, now that we've actually talked about the lighter side of this conversation, let's jump into the harder side of this topic that has been popping up recently. And it has been a major, major debate in not only the cosplay community, but just on the news even. What I'm going to talk to you guys about is protest and cosplaying. This is a very touchy subject and i have done nothing but countless hours of research on this and i've tried i have honestly tried to work through this and actually come up with a concise and fair answer to you guys of what my beliefs are on this so i'm going to say this now these are just the compilation of my beliefs after just sitting down and thinking about it and yeah i know a lot of people are like, it shouldn't have taken this long, but trust me when I say this, there's a lot of factors that I had to put into play. I'm not just going to sit here and rant and tell you guys, don't fucking do it, it's a crazy idea. No, that's knee-jerk, that's fine, whatever, that is what it is. But I sat down and I actually had to realize I understand both sides of this argument. There's there's a lot to, lot to cover here, but I'm going to try and keep this train going forward and try and keep this as streamlined as possible. I'm ready to open up this can of worms 
And I think we're ready to actually have this conversation. So a few things before we begin. If it has not been blaringly fucking obvious, we on this show support Black Lives Matter. Me, as a black cosplayer, I have absolutely nothing but love for each and every one of you who come out and show support. And honestly, I can't thank you enough for understanding and everything that you're giving to this movement. Personally, I don't, I really don't give a damn if I lose views for this. I, I don't think my co-host would mind too much either. It's not about us. This is beyond me or you. This is about equality, justice, liberation, and peace. And realistically, is that too much to ask? Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional on this one. I don't, I, I really don't want to get too much on a tangent with this one. So let's, let's jump ahead and let's cut to the chase. Cosplaying at protests, good or bad? Again, knee-jerk in me will tell you right here and now it's bad. Like, all together without a shadow of a doubt. But, as I said before, I understand the idea behind why cosplayers are going to these protests in costume. Let's talk about both sides of this argument. And the way I've always been thinking about this is... Just one phrase, the benefits of cosplay being the negatives. With this, I want you to think with an open mind, and I want you to bear with me as I try and explain all of my points here. All of the examples I'm going to give, except for one, I've seen so many reviews, so many people online saying that there were so many positives that came from these moments. Starting off in Nashville, Tennessee. A Tokiami cosplayer is holding up a sign that says, Tear gassing innocent protesters isn't very plus ultra of you. In New York City, a Miles Morales cosplayer is marching front and center with a line of peaceful protesters. Very empowering. Very, very to character. It's something I can actually see. Not just Miles. I can see almost every Spider-Man doing this thing. Hell, I can see a lot of superheroes doing this. Another example, a Batman in Philly walking around pretty much giving morale. That's cool. And then we have our fourth example, something that actually sickened me to my stomach. I'm in a lot of cosplay groups online. I try and get ideas on which cosplay I want to do next, which photo shoots I want to try out for. In a Resident Evil photo shoot group I'm in, someone dropped the suggestion of using the protests and riots as a background for a photo shoot. All of these have something in common, and it's not just cosplay. All four of these have something in common. Three blaring positives. There's so many good things that could have come from the message. And one blaring negative that has no positive whatsoever. All four have one thing in common. We're talking about them right now, but not the movement itself. When you cosplay at a protest, peaceful or otherwise, in reality, you are taking attention away from the topic that the protest is about, unintentionally or otherwise. And realistically, that negates, in its own way, it negates the powerful message that you're trying to portray if you're doing this for a positive thing it completely counters it because now eyes are on you 
cool, you're going to get those pictures later on, but that we're, we're going to get to that. That's a whole different thing. The pictures that are being taken at these movements and at these protests, they're powerful images, jarring images. And then, and then cosplay does, without a shadow of a doubt, give courage to some people. Hell, it gives courage to me every time I'm at a convention. Every time I gear up, I get pumped up. And honestly, I see the same thing when I watch these protests. When I go see these things live, I see where people are getting hyped. If they see freaking Batman, Spider-Man, all these other people coming out and essentially being rallying cries. But then my issue is during those moments... While it is a positive, it takes away from the real reason why we're all gathered. And that's what bothers me. That's the thing that it just, it doesn't sit right in my heart to actually do it. The other thing is cosplay. What does cosplay mean? It literally means costume play. This is not the time to play. This Honestly, these protests, without a shadow of a doubt, can become life or death situations at the drop of a hat. And above all else, I do worry for the safety of everyone out there. It's a scary situation. It really is. And I fully understand also where donning a cowl, donning the mask of a hero, would help you just push you through. But at this moment... It's not about that. And to wear the costume, to have eyes on you, this movement isn't about that either. It's not about Superman. It's not about Batman. It's not about any of that stuff. This isn't... There's a bigger picture that needs to be seen outside of entertainment. And we can go on an entire rant on how people are more comfortable in the media seeing people of color and how people are more at ease seeing a fictional character than seeing actual people marching in the streets we that's a whole different ball of wax that that's a history lesson in and of itself this is the now this is where we're at and this is why i'm saying we need you to be present not as another person but we need you present now Returning back to the Batman and returning back to the Resident Evil group. Mind you, the Resident Evil group didn't happen because a bunch of people stood up and had to explain why what was being suggested was a horrifyingly bad idea. Not only if you were to use this as a backdrop, but you're essentially demeaning the lives of these people that are out there protesting for something big. You're essentially saying that you don't view anything that's happening around you to be real. And you're lowering the value of the people around you to mere tools to show off your own work. Which brings us to the thing that ticks me off about this. Clout chasing. Clout chasing in this situation, I personally believe, is one of the sickest fucking things you can do at all right now. It's upsetting, to say the least, and I'm, I'm forcing myself to actually steady my calm. The fact that people are 
trying to use this to their advantage to go oh look at me i was this character during this time do you have any idea what you're doing do you realize that trying to get fame trying to patch your ego right now what what you're actually doing do you realize how much of a sickening thought that is to the rest of us also don't even get me started on the fact that let's even let's say resident evil let's say left for dead let's say all these zombie apocalypse um groups that are out there right now let's say one actually successfully happened and they chose to come in and do a photo shoot not only is my pain not your backdrop but the fact that you're willing to go to a protest where the police are already on a hairpin trigger for any excuse to launch tear gas and rubber bullets and just maim and beat the living shit out of people. Do you realize how psychotic it would be to bring plastic guns, plastic knives, come in full artillery gear because you wanted a good backdrop? If you honestly think this is a good idea... Let me be the first person to politely ask you to step the fuck off of your goddamn pedestal, shut the fuck up, and go home. You are literally risking the lives of all these other people, not just for COVID-19, but literally you are risking their lives just for five seconds of fame on the internet. Sorry, I lost my temper there for a moment. Let's let's move on. This actually brings up the other thing. The other reason why I'm very quick to say that cosplay during a protest is not the best idea. On the matter of safety, do you know what, what's, what I love about cosplay? We're very quick to claim our work online. We're very quick to show off our work and it's very eye-catching let's let's say deku and deku and bakugo are walking down the street you'll notice that and you'll go oh my god that's a good cosplay even if someone doesn't know cosplay they'll still look at that costume they'll look at the uniform and they'll know that it's not normal which normalcy aside all that fun stuff you know What's terrifying in these times, let's say you go to these protests, what you've now become, if things get hairy, is a target. You are now the most easily recognizable person in the crowd, which means you are now a walking bullseye. It's a terrifying thought, and it's a thought that keeps me up at night sometimes when I actually do see cosplayers out there, and I pray, which, that nothing bad happens to them i legitimately worry for when people do this i do not want anyone hurt i don't want any violence in this situation and a cosplayer in the middle of a crowd you are literally target number one for when the violence erupts none of this is easy we're in a world right now where it's it's terrifying. It's scary to turn on the news every day. And I understand why some people are out there in cosplay. 
I truly do. But in this situation, yes, we need heroes. Yes, we need inspiration. Yes, we need something to push us forward. But I cannot stress this enough. While some people do need that security, I highly suggest that you understand that you can be a hero just by showing up and showing support. It's not about hiding behind the mask. It's about what that mask represents. It's the idea. And ideas are indestructible. Ideas are bulletproof. That is what I'm trying to get across to you. While the mask gives you courage, have the courage that the character that you're portraying represents. In the end, honestly, you have to be your own voice. You have to be the one present. Not Batman, not Superman, not Tokiyami, not anyone. You. We need you to be you, and that's it. We just need you to be an ally and inspire with who you truly are. And honestly, that's my opinion on all of this. I may have not convinced you otherwise. Probably bored you to tears with this entire thing. But I truly hope that at the end of the day, this is at least giving you food for thought. Well, with all of this being said, honestly, we've covered a lot today. And again, I do truly hope that this has given you food for thought. If you have your own opinions on this matter, I, I truly encourage you to message us. Hit us up. Jump in our Discord. Tell us what you think. Be it with us, be it against us. Tell me what your opinions are on this matter. It's a lot to take in, I know. And these have been some very, very, very heavy topics that for a lot of people are controversial. But at the end of the day, I really do believe that we needed to have this talk. It's important to actually talk about the harder topics that surround us sometimes instead of trying to shower ourselves and put ourselves in a box and ignore the rest of the world. Sometimes that's actually what a lot of people want at conventions, just that moment of escape. But alas, sometimes the best thing to do is face the world head on and think about the harder issues, especially the harder issues that are part of our communities all right i did make a promise that i was going to get away from this topic for a minute so we are coming to the end of our time that being said there are a couple of announcements that we have jumped past specifically to the end the audiobook contest and guess what we have two winners one winner on facebook and one winner on twitter so without further ado our winners are Rachel Lang on the Facebook side and Narukami Versus on the Twitter side. You will both be getting the audiobooks in your mail and we will be messaging you shortly. So congratulations to both of you. All right, now we truly come to the end of our time. So if you like us, if you love us, if you hate us, please hit us up on Twitter at conventional crew without the e and of course if you want to hit us up on facebook the link's at the bottom as well want to find us on email hit us up at our gmail account easily peasily lemony squeezily 
Also, we have our coffee. If you want to actually have a shout-out on the show, it's only a couple of bucks. We'll say damn near anything. We'll shout-out damn near anything. So long as it's all right with us, it'll be all right with you. Anything else will be popped with cabbages. And if you want to support the show, our Patreon is always available. Everything else will be linked at the bottom. So with that being said, this is Jax, and, well, the stick figures cloud, and we'll be talking to you soon. Peace.